0: Welcome to the Downhouse podcast where you can learn more about Downhouse School. In this series we spotlight areas of the school which our listeners have told us they'd like to know more about. Today we spotlight the drama and dance department which has recently taken residency in the Murray Centre, showcasing all that the department has to offer. From musical theatre, speech and drama, West End workshops and dance showcases, there is something for everyone. Simon Jones speaks to Rob Castell, Head of Drama Enrichment, and drama scholars Honor and Rose, sisters, in the Lower Sixth and Lower Fifth, or Year 10.
1: Rob, good afternoon. Thank you for being here. We're here in the Performing Arts Centre, but first of all, thank you for your time. How are you doing today? I'm very good, thank you, yeah. I'm enjoying the week. It's very exciting times. Good, good. I'm going to ask you more about that in a moment, but yep. we're also joined here with Honor and with Rose, but we're going to talk to them in just a moment. Let's just, for the sake of people listening, describe the situation that we're in right now here in the Performing Arts Centre, or the PAC, as it's known.
2: Yes, so we are in the middle. We are sitting right in the middle of the Performing Arts Centre, which currently has the, the the floor is up, but it can go down to reveal uh, the stage for our kind of bigger shows, um, which we will be doing one of very soon and then around us currently the lights are up the curtains the curtains are in so it's in a sort of very neutral state but it's a pretty malleable space we can do lots of different things in it lots of things happen here throughout the year mm-hmm. but at the moment i'd say it's yeah it's just in a it's it's quite a nice chilled time for the performing arts center today because everything is happening over in the murray center basically
1: Tell me what's happening over in the Murray Centre right now then.
2: This week we've been invited, as other departments are invited to do, to do a sort of takeover or a residency of the whole building, which is really, really great because it means we can sort of have installations and have uh, interactive, immersive things going on everywhere in the space and use some of the more specifically focused rooms as well. So when you go into the Murray Centre now, hopefully it doesn't look so much like the Murray Centre, it looks more like a theatre foyer. So we had the red carpet down, we had a premiere on Monday morning, wow. we had a black tie and we had a nice event there, um, we had people handing out popcorn and then we made, one of our members of staff made posters, uh, sort of mock-up posters of all the different members of staff and our, our drama seniors. In the collaboration space, which is normally just uh, uh, an area where you can do a bit of study, have a seminar, or just work, we turned that into a sort of live lounge cabaret type mm-hmm. uh, event, mm-hmm. and then we're using the auditorium for different sort of workshops, industry showcase events. So it's been great. We've been able to transform the entire building to something that just celebrates everything to do with with what we're offering here, including yesterday a ten foot puppet that was wandering around, kind of roaming and meeting people <laughs> and scaring some people. He wasn't supposed to scare people. He was supposed to be a lovely chap. Called Daniel handing out dandelions. But yeah, it's hard to explain. You had to be there.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. So tell me about Downhouse and the drama and dance department. I mean, what makes the department here different to maybe a drama and dance department in a different school?
2: Well, obviously, it's better. I mean, that's <laughs> the first thing. I mean, in terms of my role, which is the enrichment, it's about what else do we offer? So you can expect being Downhouse that the, you know, the academic side of things is going to be very, very strong. So we offer we offer the, the GCSEs, we offer the A-levels, we, we get the students up to that standard academically. And we do put on shows. But in addition to that, I like to think, well, the things that I get excited about are the experiences and the expertise that we can offer. So this week we've, we had on monday night we had a west end professional coming in singing talking about her career uh, as an olivier nominated stars somebody we brought into the school there they've got access to somebody like that yesterday we had a new musical theater writing showcase if they want to develop their own work um as i say the dandelion puppet that that guy who works with us has his own company and is artistic director of a whole uh, a dance company that tours all around the uk so we bring in external people that can really kind of uh, inspire and enlighten the students in, in a sort of different way. And then in terms of the other things that, that I think I think makes us different are the sort, of, the sort of trips we offer, the sort of relationships we have with places like the Watermill Theatre down the road where we can do collaborative things. We try and collaborate with departments. We've just, I haven't even, this is, I don't know if I can even say this, you might have to edit this out, but we have just got the green light to do a, a collaboration trip to Greece with classics Ooh. next year. That's right. Oh, we're just looking at Anna's face right now. Oh, yeah. Her jaw just hit the floor. That's really exciting. So that's again, something where we can just go bigger, I think. Mm-hmm. And be a little bit bolder and be a little bit more exciting with the kind of experiences that we offer and with the kind of expertise uh, externally that we can bring into the school.
1: Why Greece, by the way? Because
2: I love it and it's really hot and it's <laughs> nice to go. No, so I, I had I previously had a, a lot of ties to, to Greece. I did some theatre work with in Athens and a friend of mine and I wrote a show uh, set in Greece and we workshopped it in Delphi and different places. So I've had experience of being in Greece uh, and, and, and using culture and using theatre to kind of... Yeah, illuminate the history of that country. It's just an amazing place. And, well, you're doing Antigone, aren't you, for Sixth Form? Uh, So it works really well with the Greek text because you can literally go and read Antigone in Epidavros, you know, in that ancient amphitheatre where you would have done it all those years ago. So it just makes it really exciting.
1: Rob, what's your background? How did you get into this world of work? It's been a sort of happy accident, I suppose,
2: over time. I was for years a professional writer and actor and musician so that life is quite hard to sustain a lot of ups and downs Uh, then children came along then covid came along and throughout all that time i've been teaching i've been in and out of schools and done workshops and been a peripatetic and and always enjoyed that aspect of things but i think in recent years i've wanted to formalize that a bit and the opportunity came up to to be part of things here and uh, so it's been a really nice evolution for me because it's, it allows me to sort of focus all the things I'm excited about and passionate about, but in one place, being part of one community and yeah, being part of actually bringing the next generation forward, because I'm too old now. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> those days have passed. But yeah, my background is as a, as a working professional and I've just moved into the teaching side of in the last few years.
1: Tricky question. As a working professional, you mentioned in your own words that it was hard to sustain. If a parent was listening to this and their daughter is thinking about following in those footsteps and doing something in their careers on on a similar on a similar track, and maybe they're a bit concerned about that being hard to sustain, what would you say to them?
2: Yeah, I mean, that is the reality of the business. But I think I mean, I did if you know, if I can be so bold, I did sustain it pretty well for about 15 years. And maybe that would have continued, were it not for other things. I think the key thing that you know people like Honor and, and Rose can can do and take forward is not just uh, waiting for the work to come. A lot of actors, if you are just an actor, mm-hmm. a lot of time it's like you wait for a job and then you wait in between. And I think we've got talented, intellectually able students here who not only can perform and maybe go down that road of acting and waiting for the jobs, but also driving their own work. And I think that's the difference. If you can also produce your own work, if you can be you know, associated with a theater, mm-hmm. if you want to do some script writing on the side, if you want to direct a piece, if you want to basically be your own agent, that's the kind of thing that I would encourage. So I would say to parents, yeah, get that grounding, do that drama degree, maybe do that foundation year or even the full term at, at drama school. Mm. But use that what you get here is the the sort of the developing of that intellectual capacity and that sense of empowerment to drive your own work forward mm. that you become masters of your own destiny within the industry that's how you conquer it you know you can't you can't be you, you can't just wait for it to come and I think these these two in particular but a lot of our students here will will come out of the school with that, mm. that that potential yeah
1: well honor i'm dying to ask you what your experience is like of being on the receiving end of this first of all tell us what year you're in and and really what you're doing here at downhouse
0: i'm in Lower sixth and i'm here to just take every opportunity that i can possibly get because it really prepares you for what you want to do after and i'm possibly wanting to go into acting and there are so many opportunities not just to be an actor, but also different things with directing. And I did some script writing for House Drama. And it really opens all the doors to different opportunities, which is great.
1: So which A-levels are you doing here then?
0: I'm doing English, Drama and RS, okay. Religious Studies.
1: And how do you find each of those complement each other? I'm, I'm going to guess the English and the Drama do.
0: Yes, they work very well cause, because in English we're doing lots of different plays so I can use the analysis of the language there and take that into drama and look at how I can incorporate different emotions into different lines. Something that Mr Gould has been telling us is that the lines will do it for you. You don't have to really kind of project and push through something that's not working and I find that with English that really helps a lot.
1: Now Anna you're a Geraldine James scholar as well I believe. Tell us first of all what that is.
0: In sixth form there aren't drama scholars and exhibitioners anymore there is just the Geraldine James scholarship and to apply for that you have to be doing A-level drama and you have to be asked and there's normally two or three within each year and there's a whole process of both performing and doing written exams and interviews to get this. And then once once you are a Geraldine James scholar, there are lots of different workshops, both with Geraldine James, and you get to apply yourself in different ways across the drama.
1: Wow. And so how do you actually go about applying for that in the first place?
0: You get put forward by your teachers. Which is great <laughs>
1: okay right right and tell us who geraldine james actually is
0: she is a dan house alumni and a very established actress she's been in so many different things like downton abbey and anne with the an knee and lots of other <laughs> different productions and she's very incredible by the way that she's able to perform throughout her lifetime doing so many different roles and bringing a different light to all of them which i find so incredible
1: so it's great to hear about all of this and about about you being a Geraldine James scholar to to be studying in this department in the school and it being part of your school life. Tell me about the current production that you're working on or the next one that you'll be in.
0: Chicago is going to be put on over Founders Weekend and the auditions are the end of this term, which is very exciting. I'm very looking forward to that. (laughs) Wow.
1: Did you know much about Chicago before it was announced that that was going to be the next one?
0: Well it's kind of like this big suspense what's the big production going to be and across the years so lower sixth lower five and upper four have the opportunity to be in Chicago and then for the upper sixth the upper five and the upper four as well um they're doing a production of fame which is very incredible
1: wow Fantastic. I imagine people listening to this right now, I imagine most people have heard of Fame. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at Rob. Rob, do you remember Fame when, when you were younger? Was that before your time, actually? I, I was in a production of Fame when I
2: was young, oh. but it was um, very different to the one now because they usually they do a sort of schools version, which is a slightly... You know, in terms of content, and, in, and even in terms of, because it's a bit dated, some of the some of the content of, of the original fame, mm. and they've actually been quite clever, the, um, the the publishers and the estates, they've kind of updated it so it's a more accessible version. But yeah, the the, the classic song mm. is. Um, is, is is stuck with me for the last sort of 30 years or so. I'm yeah. singing
1: it in my head right now. I imagine people listening to this no, are no, actually yeah, daring to
2: sing it out loud, but, you know, <laughs> come, come and see it on the night and you can. But but Chicago should be really, really great. And that's, yeah, that's starting, start rehearsals for that next term. So no no rest for these guys at all.
1: Well, now we're going to hear from Rose as well. And Rose, you're actually on a sister, is that right?
3: Yes, I am.
1: So which year are you in here at school?
3: I'm in the lower fifth, yeah, which is year 10.
1: Okay, right. So you're doing drama as a GCSE then, is that right? Right.
3: Yes, I've picked dramas, GCSE, and then I've also decided to do speech and dramas, an AQA curriculum.
1: Right, gosh. So there's clearly some theatrical gene in the family here. Tell me how you feel when you're when you're on stage acting.
3: Well, it's it's such there's a lot of an adrenaline adrenaline behind the um, curtain before I go on, and I mean it's really. You get the nerves before going on stage. But once you're on stage, I'm so immersed in the experience. I'm just, I I love it. I really enjoy it.
1: Do you think that nerves like that are a good thing in order to make sure that you give your best when you're out there on stage?
3: Yeah, definitely. I think it adds to the the buzz of the performance and it helps with confidence when I'm on stage as well, because if I'm more nervous, I'm more likely to perform to my best.
1: Tell me more about how that feels then when you're on stage and maybe there's an audience in front of you, a sea of parents or or other girls here at Down House that are watching you. How does that feel inside?
3: Well, last year I was on stage in front of a lot of people performing in The Lion King and I got the role of Simba. So that was quite wow. a big role. And we had a lot of people in the audience. Um, I mean, with a spotlight on you as well, it's quite—it's quite something. And after the performance, it's such a great sense of relief, but also a sense of it's all over now. I've only got—I only got to perform it twice, and all, there's such a big build-up for the performance, so it's really quite magical.
2: Of course, it, because there's another Harris sister who isn't here, but is, she's in Soverter, but she's also a scholar. Is, is it true that your dad makes you all? do productions of Pride and Prejudice and things at home. Is that right?
0: That is true. We've done... We've had Mr. Bennett, Mrs. Bennett, and then all of the sisters performed by Cecilia.
2: But so what... so, So he'd just be like, right... It's Saturday evening, go and get changed and, you know, get ready and we're going to have a performance of of, a, of an adaptation of something. Is that how it goes down?
3: Well, it was for my mother's birthday. My dad thought it would be a lovely treat to put on a production of Pride and Prejudice, which she actually thoroughly enjoyed. But... Um... Yeah.
1: I love that. So clearly this is in your family then. This is something that all of you enjoy. Tell me about your parents and their enjoyment of
3: this. Well, I'm not sure my parents, either of them have the acting gene, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, of course, love coming to watch the performances and they're such big encouragement as well and really helpful on the weekends um, if I am in a production, helping with lines and just encouraging me along.
1: So two years from now, you'll be doing A-levels. Have you thought about which A-levels you'll be doing?
3: Definitely drama A-level. I thought you might Um, say that. But (laughs) probably similar to Anna. Um, I expect English A-level because that links really well with drama. Possibly history. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay, and Anna, hearing Rose talk about what she'll be doing in two years' time, two years time for you your life will be very different any idea what you'll be doing then
0: I would definitely like to be doing drama at university because I'm really interested in pursuing it after school because it's I get such enjoyment out of it and it's something that I don't think I want to just kind of leave at secondary school and I think there's such a wide industry that I'd I'd love to really get involved in
1: Rob tell me about some of the places that some of the girls go on to if they want to continue their drama studies into their degree.
2: So there are different options available. I mean obviously we have the we have the links and we have the expertise hopefully there to get them to drama school if they want to. If they want to start going down that road, we can help them down that road. Drama school is 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 quite a strong decision in that you are you're kind of taking a more academic route out of the equation. But a lot of drama degrees now are very, very practical as well. So for example, I went to UEA, which has a very good creative writing department. So for example, something like drama with creative writing is an option they might go down. In terms of the big drama schools, they're all changing. A lot of them are becoming more like universities as well. Um, So so in terms of, I don't actually know, because I've only been here for the last year. I don't know where students have gone on, particularly from down. So I don't know if I'm the best person to talk about that. As I was saying earlier, in terms of the different options available and, and different ways of taking ownership in the industry, we have a lot of alumni who have gone on to do different things with the industry, not just Geraldine James, but others who've either through acting or, in fact, I know that one is now doing something at the watermill, who's in a a show there. Oh, so nice and local then. Well, they're nice and local, yeah, they've come back. But um, yeah, so it does happen, of course.
1: And if someone's interested in drama right now in school life, but they're not planning on doing it at university or or anywhere else, not planning on doing it as part of their career, what are some of the benefits that they can take from doing drama here?
2: Well, I think that's a really important point, is that drama and the performing arts and dance, everything we do is not just for the scholars and it's not just for the people who are going to do it even academically. I mean, what we've done at the Takeover at the most to this week is offer it to everybody to enjoy it and to be inspired. And it actually, it's a real great release as well. So it's a very high-pressured environment. They're studying hard. theres And then you might be, I mean, even in fame, some of them are not doing drama at all. They're doing, you know, all science A-levels, but they're coming along to perform because it's a diversion and it's something... That is just a joy and i think that's really really important and similarly we've got speech and drama communication skills and musical theater uh, sessions that any student can do as an extracurricular activity mm-hmm. so that that just widens out what we offer and it might be that you get your confidence in a drama session uh to go and do a presentation in your history lesson or or even with communication skills. We have a lot of the overseas students who use the communication skills that we offer to really feel confident about public speaking and speaking in English as a second language, things like that. So they're complementary skills. It's about building a community as well. I think that's what the drama department does, is it, it glues the students together creatively in a way that's a kind of across the departments. It's it's not just about the drama department academically.
1: So on the one hand, while we've got a, a Geraldine James Scholar here and we've got two girls from a family where they put on Pride and Prejudice Productions on a Saturday evening, uh, yeah. uh, uh, the other on the other hand... It's also possible for someone else in school who's not quite so elite, if I'm able to use that word. Yes. Yes. And they just enjoy doing drama. They're not going to continue. It's just something fun for them. There's still an opportunity for them to do something here.
2: In exactly the same way that, you know, in some schools, everybody will play, go out and run on the field and play football or whatever it might be. It's, It's one of those things that kind of makes the whole experience that little bit more relaxing a little bit more about solidifying friendships in different ways working together in different ways you know and, and and then we know this I mean the research is there as well in terms of singing what what that does for your minds that does for your you know social cohesion all that sort of thing I mean I really obviously doing the role I'm doing but I really champion the performing arts in a school as something that does more than just teach it for the uh, yeah those who, who want to go on and do it in their lives or careers
1: How many teachers are there in the whole drama and dance department?
2: There are loads the WhatsApp group Group is it, I can't even keep track because basically so what we have so we have obviously we have the full time staff so there's academic staff and even our heads of department Mrs Watson and Mr Gould are also teaching academically then Miss Mrs Wood who is the head of academic then Miss Slowmark who is academically across I think she teaches every single year group then we've got our peripatetics so we've got our speech and drama peripatetics who again are from the industry and Miss Rose who was a, um, a, a a film actor for years. Then we've got all the drama peripatetics, ballet teachers, uh, modern teachers, tap, etc. So the, the kind of community of teachers that we've got is, is, is vast, actually. There's so many different people coming in and out of the building all the time, isn't there? Um, so, yeah, it's great. It's a little family.
1: I've got one last question for all three of you. So, girls, you're going to have a second to think about this. Rob, tell me one actor or actress that you really admire who's current right now.
2: OK, an actor or actress that I admire who's current right now. What have I been watching that I think is is great? I'm gonna say, ah, whoever it was that played uh, the White Lotus, Armand. What is his name? He's an Australian actor. So this is a bad answer to your question, but I think it's important. There are some stars out there who everybody knows, but in TV shows in particular, which is, you know, I'm, I'm going to the theater, less and less with my two small children at home, but we can always put on Netflix. And it's those character actors who can just do something. And if they're not famous, it's even better because you're not distracted by something else they've done in the past. They're not an actor. They just become that person. So there's a, a sort of mate, a sort of a maitre d' style hotel owner of this TV show I've been watching. And he is just so, so brilliantly sort of anxious and restless and has a million different emotions in one moment. I forget his name, but he plays Armand in White Lotus. That's that's my answer. But great
1: character actors is what I'm really interested in. Well, we'll look him up after this recording. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. There you go. Honor who would you choose
0: mine would have to be phoebe wallabridge because i think that she has come into the industry with such creativity and she's definitely left her mark she's very good at writing in drama and especially her characterization in things like um, Fleabag. flea bag that was it really brought everything to life and you felt so engaged and immersed. It was incredible, I thought.
1: She's a little bit Marmite, isn't she? In some ways, some people love her, other people, she really doesn't gel with them.
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, I think that if anything, that's a bit what drama is because I feel as though to make mark and create an impact. You've got you've got to go big or go home. <laughs> yeah.
1: I love that. I love that. And Honor, I think one of your alumni here at school, Olivia Scott Webb, she was the casting director of Fleabag.
0: Yeah, I think she was. She's had an incredible
3: career, won lots of many awards. Yeah.
1: And Rose, who would you choose?
3: Well it's hard to pinpoint one. Um, because there are so many, but a bit of a random one. Recently, I watched The Queen's Gambit, and I really enjoyed the main actress in that, Anya Taylor-Joy, and I thought she was really incredible. And so, I thought she was so good that I went onto the cast list and saw who was playing it, and then I ended up watching another movie by her. Bit of a random one. That's not
1: random at all. No, no, she's a great actress. It's really good to hear that. Mm. So we need to bring this episode to a close now. But Rob, I just want to say thank you very much for your time. It's been really good talking to you. Thanks. It's been great. I've really enjoyed it. And Anna, thank you for your time as well. Thank you. And Rose, thank you for peeling you away from from your studies today. Thank you.
3: Thank you very much.
1: So that's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school's website, downhouse.net